Nurgle is the Lord of Decay, who presides over physical corruption and morbidity. He is the father of plagues, and putrefactions are attracted to him like flies to a rotted corpse. For his amusement, he devises foul contagions that he inflicts upon the mortal world, the result of which greatly fascinate him. Nurgle's gaze thus drawn to those mortals bloated with sickness, and he generously favors those who spread disease in his name. To Nurgle, every rattled corpse is a welcoming nursery for wriggling maggots and cloying plague spores. Every stagnant lake and rotting forest is a paradise in which parasitic larvae and bountiful poxes can flourish. These are the gifts that Nurgle lavishes upon the mortal realms, and if there is malice behind his generosity, it is directed only to those ingrates who try to decline his offerings. Hello, all you wonderful listeners. It is I, Nobbler G, and welcome to Nurgle November, a lore study of all things Nurgle in the Age of Sigmar setting. This series will take us through what we know and do not yet know of Nurgle and all of his followers leading up to their awesome release this December. So please, sit back and enjoy this look into the Plague Father's world of corruption in the series brought to you by Grimdark Live, called Nurgle November. Exalted Champions of Nurgle Putrid Blight Kings The Putrid Blight Kings are not one particular tribe or group, but rather a loose brotherhood that spans the northernmost regions of the mortal realms. Each of their number has been touched by Nurgle via his earthly emissaries, Specifically, the demon flies that have hatched from within the Chaos Champion Bloab Rotspawn ever since the Lord of Decay claimed the Sorcerer as a host for his tiny servants. While Bloab Rotspawn sleeps, his many parasites whisper and scheme inside his sack-like gut. Talking of those warriors abroad in the world who deserve the favor of the Lord of Decay. When one such champion has proved himself beyond a doubt, a single demon fly will take it upon himself to wind its way out of Bloab's snoring mouth and flitter erratically into the night sky. So begins the tiny messenger's long journey, but it is not one without aid. As the demon fly buzzes across the moonlit landscape, following the sick light of the moon, it enriches and invigorates it, filling the tiny creature with the energies of chaos. Drawn to its quarry, by a silver thread of fate, the fly will journey across half the world if necessary before aligning gently on the head of its target and sinking its mandibles into the flesh. A demon kiss from Nurgle himself that transfers great physical strength and resilience. From that point on, a fly-touched warrior finds himself completely attuned to the desires of Grandfather Nurgle, a ready-made bodyguard for the Urfather's champions and a deadly force of destruction in his own right. Though such individuals 
tend to band together, and hence are usually encountered in war bands or tight-knit military groups. Each of the Blight Kings is deadly in his own right, a champion in the making who is fully prepared to fight and die for his vile god's cause. Many and varied are the weapons in which these blessed few perpetuate the cycle of life and death. They range from those that typify the tribes that they are from, such as bone-crushing flails and flesh-hewing axes, to far stranger tools of destruction that echo the providencies of their patron. Some of their numbers boast insectile appendages. Others, battle scythes or staffs that carry massive stained bells, each clanging out a sonorous death toll as the wielder caves in the skulls and rib cages of his foes. All champions of chaos hope the eyes of their gods stare down upon them whilst they go about their violent work. With the putrid Blight Kings, it is all but certain. They are fully aware that their Lord has not only selected them individually for glory, but also passed a little of his boundless strength onto them so that they might fulfill the destiny abordant to them. These are the slayers of monarchs and monsters and the bane of judges and priests. They exist to bring the mighty low so that the meek might devour them, hatching a thousand minor lives from every major kill. In this way, Nurgle's largesse continues its eternal cycle, forever breaking down the effigies and edicts of civilization and replacing them with the teeming wilderness of unbound life. But the question remains, where of the Blight King's origins do they come from? Well, their origins are from the old world, from a tale almost lost in time. You see, the first of the Chaos Worshippers to feel the touch of Nurgle's insectoid messengers were the Chaos Warriors that garrisoned the long-lost keep. Having found their way deep into enemy lands at the vanguard of a massive invasion, the Chaos Warriors had already made a name for themselves by committing acts of bloody desecration in the name of Nurgle wherever they went. They were part of a besieging army that assailed the fortress once known as the Brass Keep, for the fortress had changed hands many times over the years and had proved an indomitable bulwark for both the defenders and its enemies. Though they lost the greater part of their number to enemy sorties and the cannon fire from the Brass Keep's walls, the Chaos Warriors were fully able to break the fortress when they invoked Nurgle's favor to pollute the stone of the castle itself and hence infect the greater part of its defenders. They took the fortress, and the Chaos Warriors were left defending a post that never would see reinforcements. Cut off from the shattered armies of their fellows, the warriors decided to hold the fortress for as long as possible. They reasoned that another Chaos invasion would hack its way into the lands within a few years, and that, when it did, they would ideally be placed to fight at the bloody tip. The months slid past, and one by one the Chaos worshippers that had taken the Brass Keep for their own succumbed to the same plague with which they had taken the fortress only a few harrowing months before. Only those blessed in the sight of Nurgle survived the sickness. When the aid of the Dark Gods came, it was not in the form of a baying horde of bloodthirsty barbarians, 
but instead as a swarm of droop-legged demon flies. The swarm buzzed down from the overcast skies and into the fort's corridors and cells. There, each of the tiny beasts, still dripping wet from bathing in the weeping sores that lined Bloabrotspawn's insides, settled on the guts of the few Chaos Warriors left within the keep's walls. Within a matter of days, the Chaos Warriors grew swollen and fat on the vibrant energies that hummed through them. Some rotted, some bloated, some changed to resemble the insects that had marked them out for the favor of Nurgle in recognition of their boldness. Around them, the keep itself changed, large portions of its walls dripping unclean fluids into the mountainside that surrounded it. By the time the Magoth Riders had reached the fortress, its inhabitants had been reshapen completely by the polluting power of their patron, a warband of veteran killers with the power of a small army in its own right, forever known as Putrid Blight Kings. Similar stories unfold from lands to coast in the mortal realms. The demon flies born of Bloab's gut would swarm out across the lands, settling upon the brows or abdomens of those that the Divine Master deemed worthy. The scions of the Plague Father found their idle appreciation for disease blossom into full-scale obsession as flesh-hardening plagues and bone-twisting fungus blossomed across their physical forms. Less than a moon's turn after their ugly transformation, the scions had fought their way to become the champions of Gutrot Spoon's armies. Amongst the warriors from the Glotkin's muster, the most devoted of the triplets' followers found themselves bulged and bulked out as mutations of a severity that would have killed lesser men bestowed strength instead of weakness. Wherever Nurgle's influence would be needed most in the world-spanning struggles that were to come, the Puget Blight Kings were there, bound together not by formal brotherhood, but by the will and foresight of their disgustingly generous god. Hello, and thank you for listening to this installment of Nurgle November. I hope you enjoyed this bit of fun as we head towards the new release for Nurgle uh, for Age of Sigmar 3.0. So be on the lookout for more Nurgle Novembers to come very, very soon. But until then, stay gross, you gamer goons. See you next time. Bye. Remember this, my little pimples. The grandfather loves you. Let me blow you a kiss. (laughs) 